0: cliffcentral.com
1: Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com Welcome to the Fashion Lab show. My name is Liz Ogumba-Regis, your host, and thank you for tuning in once again to Fashion Lab. Now, on today's show, we're talking fashion's influence through media. We know that in the fashion industry today, media is influencing the designers and brands in such a unique way and has definitely changed the way that the designers actually create. Now, the wide exposure made possible by the internet. The strong marketing value of images and the connection between public figures and style trends all contribute to this media's impact um, in the world of fashion today. Now, according to an article I came across on reference.com the media influences fashion by developing public interest and excitement in the latest styles and, th- and trends through the wide publication of glamorous photographs, celebrity endorsements, and informative articles. So now we have to agree that media acts as a fashion barometer, measuring the high and low points of celebrity styles, indicating changing fashion elements reflective of the iconic views and lifestyles of relevant popular celebrities, figures, and role models. Now, according to another article, um, the first joint report from McKinsey and the Business of Fashion, 2017, they think, or they say, or they focus, that will be the year of organic growth by depending relationships with uh, existing clients. So rather than through geographic channel and store network expansion, they feel that digital innovation will definitely go behind the scenes digitization is definitely going to be the key to supply chain efficiency, lowering procurement costs, and the enhancement of sourcing opportunities. Now, before we plug in our special guests, we are uh, on today's show joined by our New York partner, Edgy Benson, who also runs Ennui New York, a fashion services company based in New York, sourcing services to fashion designers and fashion houses. Uh, Welcome to the show, Edgy.
0: Hi, Liz. How are you?
1: Fine, thank you. How are you?
0: I am good. It's beautiful outside today.
1: And what are you wearing and who made your clothes?
0: Who made my clothes? Well
1: I will say like I will say um, what you're wearing on the bottom. Remember based on our deal last week, so what are you wearing on the top? I'll tell the rest of the world at the bottom and then who made your clothes. I might even tell them who made the clothes. Uh
0: top I'm wearing a cause button down shirt. Uh, it's a Swedish line I like. Yeah. That's what I'm wearing. And at the bottom is what you think I'm wearing. Is the diesel, diesel jeans? jeans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay, so well, Edgy, welcome to welcome to the show and keep keep. Uh, I think you need to be ambassador. You should be like getting some checks from Diesel because they don't understand that for two years on this show you've been wearing every Thursday <laughs> you've been wearing Diesel because jeans
0: because it's so early I can just jump into my jeans. Hey,
1: welcome to the show and thank you for joining us, Edgy. Now we're also joined by fashion expert, designer, and product developer Maria Mario Batista, uh, hailing all the way from Lisbon. Her name is Francisca Marisol. Zili, and she's also a contributor hi. now on Fashion Lab, sharing her insights <laughs> with us, uh, especially with her focus from a European fashion market perspective. Welcome to the show, Fran. Hi. How hi, are Elise. Hi. Hi. <laughs>
0: um, hi,
2: Francis. Hi.
1: How are you today?
2: <laughs> I am very well <laughs> today. What
1: are you? And, uh, what are you wearing? And who made your clothes? <laughs>
2: Uh, today, I have uh, an elegant outfit, I would say. <laughs> today, appropriately for this, uh, this uh, transmission, I wear, I'm wearing a Mazzotto Brilliant Grey bodice and long head skirt, designed by me, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, with ankle boots and stiletto.
1: Mm, check you out. Where are you, go- <laughs> where are you going after the show? Because obviously, either you have a hot date or you're coming from a hot date. Was it, was it a breakfast date?
0: We need photos.
1: (laughs) This morning, my husband asked me
2: where I was going to work today. (laughs) (laughs) And I replied, in the office. And then, I read coffee with the boys of Fashion Love Africa.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for joining (laughs) us. And uh, welcome to the show, Francisca. Now, for those of you who are tuned in for the first time, just a quick reminder I've got my favorite segment at the end of our show called Who Would You Want to Dress and Why? So feel free to share with us your thoughts, your who's, your why's. It's mm-hmm. called our red glass of wine, which will be coming soon, hopefully, in, in a real, in a real, in a realer sort of uh, perspective. Now, keep your tweets coming. We're Fashion Lab AF on Twitter. We are on Fashion Lab Africa on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, moving on straight to our topic without taking any time is uh, obviously us trying to now plug in our special guests uh, who I would love to introduce. So allow me to introduce... Uh, our special guests on the show today. We are joined by an African inspired and multicultural, multiracial online magazine that covers contemporary issues in fashion, entertainment, arts, culture, and social issues. Um, they speak of value, express beauty, comments and attitude, and identify substanti- substantive style. Um, this guy's go by the name of ASM. We've got two guests in studio who are partners. So, one of the guests is Amaka Onya, who is the CEO and editor chief of ASM. And, uh, she's a Nigerian, uh, chick who appreciates the beauty of African and non-African cultures showcasing these wonderfully on the pages of ASM. Welcome to the show, Amaka. Hi, thanks for having me. Was that a nice intro? Did I try at least like, would you consider, <laughs> can I send you this clip so you can kind of just put it on like, on standby? <laughs> no, you did. It. You pretty much summed it up. So that, thank, you. thank you very much. And thank you for joining us. What are you wearing and who made your clothes before we even go in?
3: Oh, oh God. honestly, I am not Kanye, who is my partner. I just have a button down black shirt and uh, a pair of stockings.
1: So. <laughs> and and and, and <laughs> who killing. made and who made them or <laughs> do you know who made them honestly no honestly i just grab i i caught I really don't, didn't look at the label. I thought this looks cute. It looks nice. And I just okay. put it on. Well, we'll let Find you, we'll, we'll let you slide as long as you look good and you feel good. It, we'll let you, only you will let you slide. Now we are also joined, <laughs> we're also joined by another special guest. Um, she's a fashion editor and partner at ASM. She's South African with a knack for creativity and an incredible artistic flair and vision, which she shares abundantly in her video slash photography collaboration with Amaka. Welcome to the show, being Kanye. <laughs> Bing Kanye in the house oh, Good morning, how are you? Fine, thank you, how are you? great thank you for asking welcome to our show did i also do justice on the intro just just an amazing job thank you for that very good so i'm gonna send you both clippings that you can carry along and just say when when they ask who your name is you can just throw that to them and then they don't (laughs) and then they don't need to ask any more questions but thank you for joining us on an early morning from where you are and um what are you wearing and who made your clothes and you can be creative because i know it's early just you know you can also just yeah early
4: (laughs) early. so usually i start my days my mornings with yoga so i'm actually um i'm gonna be going to yoga after you know talk so i'm just wearing lululemon leggings and top it's nice it's comfortable you know it's good i like work with that and go to yoga yeah, but
1: th- that's how my mornings start. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. And uh, I want us to just go straight into the conversation around uh, fashion media and the influence uh, media mm-hmm. has in the fashion industry today. Now, I want to come uh, first to Amaka and maybe just for you guys, between you and Kanye, just to give us a bit of a background of what sort of gap you felt you are fulfilling or you are currently fulfilling through um, ASM. Uh, why it's set up, and, and who you think you're, what dema- What gap What gap do you guys feel you're fulfilling through AfroStyle? Well,
4: um, do you want to go first, Amaka?
1: Well, well, you can go first, and I'll just join
3: in.
4: Okay, well, I mean, I guess for me, um, the vision and the dream and what I see for AfroStyle magazine, it's actually bridging the gap in letting or um, educating the Western world or European world in general, about what Africa is about. Um, I personally feel that, you know, Africa has, is a huge matrix for what fashion or what the fashion industry, you know, is right now. Um, I think that you know, we are incredibly talented. We are credited as much as we should be, you know, for what we've done for the fashion industry in general. So I, I do think it's, it's important, not just for us as Africans, you know, to kind, of, um, to kind of know that, but I think it's important for, you know, other countries to know that what's going on in Africa, the fashion, how we've inspired the fashion industry, the, the stories behind, you know, the designs, because it's easy to just to, to see a Dolce & Gabbana, you know, line that is inspired by African culture and not have them know what's behind that. You know, so I think it's important for people to actually know, which is what, when I do write my fashion forwards, it, it, and I do feature African designers, you know, I'm able to tell a story about what's behind that. Because I think, you know, with every every clothing, I mean, especially I'm Zulu and Swazi, but I know that with everything that we wear in the Zulu Swazi culture has a story behind it. So I think it's, it's important for, you know, just, you know, us... Um, To kind of, you know, fill in that gap so that people don't hear the stories based on what media Mm -hmm. is saying. But for people that have experienced, you know, African culture, people who've lived in Africa, people who are African. So that would be what i think it's very it's, it. yeah
1: it's it's very um I, I have to compliment you guys on that and i think also like you said is there are stories out there but the narratives have to be shared by real people who actually understand the narratives because stories fly around all over the place but i'd love to also just pick uh uh your mind amaka um obviously you know Kanye has really given us um a nice sort of uh, background of why you guys are set up and what you're doing for the industry. Um, but do you want to add on to anything like, you know, anything extra? Do you feel like through the journey so far of AfroStyle that you're actually on the right track? Do you feel that globalization is also maybe affecting or influencing positively uh, what you guys are setting up? Because the world is more borderless. The conversations are easier to have and somehow, you know what used to be so uh, Swahili or so Luo is not necessarily not Swahili or Luo, but it is uh, more sort of uh approach. It's it's more accessible. So Amaka, tell us a bit about what you what you feel through the journey so far. Do you feel like you guys are on the right track, and do you feel like your mission is accomplished uh, on a step by step perspective, on a day to day perspective?
3: Um, yeah, well, yes. So basically, adding on to what Kanye says, a reason why I started the magazine, um, when I had the vision for the magazine, as, just, as you greatly, you know, fabulously introduced me, I am African, first and foremost, and I'm proud of that. At the same time, I'm also multicultural. And that basically means that for me, I also appreciate cultures and traditions outside of my home. Because, and that's, and of course people would ask, well, why would you use the name Afro style? Because it's in regards to a certain idea and thought of what Afro style is. And I always thought about the fact that when we, when we as Africans um, state that, you know, Life started in Africa, fashions, I'm inspired by Africa. If that's the case, then I would also go ahead and appreciate other cultures outside of my own. Because whether we choose to admit it or not, we are inspired. We rightly should, we rightly inspire the fashion industry. But at the same time, I do not neglect the fact that there are other cultures outside of Africa that, inspires us to do what we do as well and come up with ideas of course using our own african influence or africa african Twist to it, and to to be recognized and to be appreciated, and so that's why people that follow our um, our issues, our posts, our social media pages, they see the element of oh, they're posting you know amazing things about our motherland, Africa, but guess what? They're also posting the traditions and ideas from South America, from um, Europe, from Asia, because guess what? Despite our differences, there are similarities. Mm-hmm. And so Afro style also plays that role of being a medium of, you know, telling the story of Africa the way we as Africans know and understand them, but also not being afraid um, to stand up and say, you know what? Don't I, I love my tradition? I love my people. But guess what? There's an, there's a traditional element in this country outside of Africa that looks similar, that has a similar story, that has a similar style. That you know what we can appreciate, and with that also help tell their stories as well and learn from each other so that 's pretty much basically another role that ASM plays that we feel that um, other, you know, there are other African you know, platforms out there that are playing a beautiful role in telling the story of Africa, which we also do, but I also wanted us to take it a step further. Um, of being able to appreciate something that that doesn't necessarily scream Africa, but being able to say there is nothing wrong. Of there's something beautiful, beautiful about this cultural, traditional looks, clothes, um, uh, jewelry, or whatever the case may be, that I can appreciate and respect. As they, as we, as Africans demand as well, and requ- require or request from people looking from the outside in.
1: Wow. Thank you, Amaka. I want to just before Edgy speaks, I just want to go to Francisca because Francisca, for who for where you are, for for the for the fact that you're actually sitting in the European market. And I feel that fashion has obviously evolved, but I also feel like through platforms uh, such as ASM and a couple of other fashion media platforms, who are really pushing this uh, conversations and narratives uh, into the world, but with more truth and with more light. Would you feel, Francisca, if you think about it for the last, just think about it maybe for the last 10 years or maybe 5 years, that your appreciation or understanding of African fashion and what it means is actually more heightened within the last, say, 5 years, 6 hmm. year mark because of platforms well, that have come up uh, to, 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 you know, the, the, there's so many stories about Africa, so I just think maybe it's been, it'd be nice to get your feedback because then obviously we also want to know from a different perspective or from an outside perspective, are you also feeling like you actually, uh, can be able to find more information, uh, more accessible and also just on a different level other than Africans are hungry and there's flies flying in the, in the, in the food, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can
2: say that uh, since uh, uh, ten years that you mentioned, um, I could. I can say that uh, that uh, Africa is a strong, uh, very strong, and increasing uh, point of interest from a, a designing point of view and uh, a marketing point of view. Of course, uh, African style is a is a very uh, important point of interest of the fashion designers. So. Actual uh, fashion designers from the Dolce Gabbana, from the Max Mara, and the uh, prints uh, are always uh, used in every collection uh, since the last uh, uh, six or seven years. So um, it's not it's not uh, just a matter to reach a market that uh, to 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 feel the closer a market. Uh, of consumers, but of consumers, but uh, also um, a new interest. As uh, as uh, Amaka said, it's uh, it's um, the, the, a new center of interest from a stylish point of view, of course. Um, and uh, and the working, uh, we work uh, a lot with uh, we are agents of uh, Albini. Albini, that is uh, is uh, a producer of uh, shirt, uh, luxury shirt. Uh, textiles and uh, they they need um, a the research uh, since a lot of years in the African environment uh, really uh, to um, find the right way to uh, reach the, the market but also to, to produce something uh, afro inspired and you can see that uh, in the in their site uh, in the in their site uh, wwwalbinigroup.com
1: Thank you so much Francisca. Edgy, I think we should come to you um just to get your insight a bit because um again back to you Edgy. also for the fact that obviously again as much as you are African you uh based on a different side of the world where there is a lot of, a lot of other things going on. But the truth of the matter is that obviously there's been an evolution, even in the way that our stories are shared, even from a fashion, African fashion perspective. What would you, what are your thoughts? What, do, how do you feel from an evolution perspective? How do you feel we are doing? And do you feel like um, platforms such as ASM are actually really, pushing our stories and our narratives to a whole new level and maybe also influencing a lot of things? Because I think from the whole value chain of fashion, you know, our stories, that's just a part of it. But I think it it also influences our bottom lines when it comes to our sales at the end of the day.
0: Well, I mean, sorry. For me, I think uh, one of my... One of the things that really attracted me to ASM is just I, I feel there's a certain uh, currency to them, like a certain contemporariness that they have. I know that Africa is full of, they have amazing magazines, but sometimes I feel like we we, we we, don't show the, because it's all about selling Africa in a sense, you know, and sometimes we're too severe in the way we sell Africa. But I feel like ASM has a, a certain... Um, a certain way, a certain mixture of influences that, that allows it to sell Africa in the, in the way that I feel Africa sells best, in hints and nuances, without being so severely ethnic, you know? And that's the thing I like about them. And I think that that's one way we should look at media from, from an African perspective, because we have these huge influences in fashion. Like, to be honest with you, fashion is littered with African influences. And it's just. If we can, in a way, um, nuance our approach to it, we can sell Africa much better and that 's the, the fascination I have with asm um, but we're not lacking in in, in in media we We have a flux of african media in, in fashion it's just if you want to, if you want to curate your African media experiences, I think that asm it's, it's very much at the at, at the very at the very um, point where you feel like, yes, this is African and this is beautiful and this is contemporary and it's current, you know. Uh, and I like that without being so effusively African, you know.
1: Um, Amaka yeah. and Kanye, um, what are some of the ways, because obviously you guys are based on the other side of the world. So you're based in the U.S., but you're still running this Afro-style mag and really pushing it and really going beyond borders. How would you say, how do you guys source first of all for information? Because I feel like one of the biggest conversations we need to have today is where do people get information? And then the next thing you know, you've got a million followers and people are like, Oh, Liz is a clown. I'm like, no, I'm not a clown. And then I have to fight for my life. Where do you, how do you, <laughs> how do you source your information? Because it obviously has to be trusted, it has to be the best, obviously for you and your business interest as well. It has to be real, it has to be proper, it has to be really the best. I find that also we live in a time where People are so lazy to just... People don't want to research. People just want to literally selfie all day long on Instagram. And I'm like, gosh, who's going to share stories? And who's going to really give us the information we need? So, again, back to you and Kanye, just to kind of uh, understand your processes when it comes to how you get your information or how what criteria you use to decide that this is actually making our cover, this is actually on our top 10 or whatever.
4: Um, well, well um, I think when it comes to fashion... Um I've, the internet has been a powerful tool. So I'm grateful to know that, you know, if I say if I'm researching about a certain line, it's either I will go to the shows. If not, you know, I, I already know that within hours or, you know, within minutes of that line coming out, you know, I will be able to have access to seeing fully what happened to in that show. Another uh, thing is would be, talking to designers finding which designers what line is coming what what inspired them and just you know hustling in trying to get those interviews and has you know we are a growing magazine sometimes you know it has been a challenge to get those interviews but then we, we've been able to get those interviews uh, and then people, you know, the viewers, what they want to see, what they want to know, you know, more in the country. And then we research that. We research the people that write that. We research, you know, um, their stories and the, how credible their stories are. Uh, I feel like, I don't know, with me, I would say the Internet has been a powerful source that has able to give us the opportunities to travel to countries that we are not able to do at some point.
3: Um, yes, to Peggy. Off of that, I would agree with Connie. I mean, at the end of the day, the internet is pretty much your, your our platform when it comes to research. Of course, um, if taking it a step further, further, of course, you have the libraries. But again, you have the libraries on. So it just really depends when we're looking for stories, and um, in regards to from the fashion aspect, um, honestly, between. Kanye and I. Kanye is a fashion ex- expert because I love fashion. I love the cultural effects. I love the the story behind it. But when it comes to the 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 going knee deep into the fashion element, that's where Kanye comes to my my aid because there there are they're, they're elements that i'm not aware of that Kanye brings to my attention and that's how we we tend to like you know work with each other in terms of bringing the story to the platform um, um to the magazine um that's where her fashion forward comes into play because again she is consistently online researching watching shows um And um, she sends me links to go check out something that I probably was not aware of, just so that I can also use that in putting together when we're doing writing the the articles and stuff like that. Um, And so we're consistently researching, trying to find the stories behind the what we're putting on our either on our social media pages or in an issue because um and edgy thank you so much for your kind words the reason mm-hmm. why of course we be another reason why we wanted to to m- take asm in a different direction in addition to the, the 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 usual way or the expected way an african magazine would be was of course We have a beautiful, like I said, a beautiful display of African culture, African looks from a lot of African platforms. Um, But we wanted, but the thing is, it's something that I feel people automatically are just drawn to because that's what they expect and at the end of the day we also like i said we also have to admit we are inspired or we if not inspired we love fashion that is coming out of the europe or in america or wherever and we use that to also use the either the trends that are going on in in the fashion world and bring it to our own african platform and then use our platform to create collections that inspires people but i feel like when we get like when we get submissions or from up and coming designers and stuff like that we do not limit it to just african designers because we want to inspire african designers who are still working to try to try to get uh, an identification for themselves in terms of what makes their looks or collections stand out in comparison to other fashion designers, African designers that are out there. And that I think is, in my opinion, is where I think sometimes it's very hard for us to really have we have a strong voice, we have that element of connection to um, um, to a lot of the the, the buyers and uh, and the fashion industry, but when it comes to really being focused zoned in in terms of taking a chance on our african designers that's where i think it becomes a little difficult because sometimes when you see one designer african designer and you look at another african designer you're trying to see what is your story behind your collection in comparison to this other designer that and sometimes because it's the 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 that idea the the base, the expected idea of what an African collection should be, it is hard to really tell our story. And that's where people are, I I think, find a difficult time really putting their stuff out there on that platform for people to take notice. So when, we are looking at designers. We don't limit it to just African designers because we want to be inspired um, by. We want to be inspired by what we see out there, and in turn inspire our people to look beyond the grain, to look beyond, to think outside of the box, and tell that story. And that's why, like Kanye said, that research is really I- important. And so, when people send, even send their submissions to us to feature articles or feature a fashion spread or something like that, we we tend to ask, "What's your story behind this? What is your story behind what I'm seeing?" And if it's the usual that that the colorful looks and everything, then we want to. If they can't really tell us what the story is behind their their submissions behind their articles. We don't take it because then we are like, you know what? You're playing to the the same tune and we want to, we want you to stand out. So go back and come up with something that really makes sense. That would make us think, Hmm, I never thought about it this way before. You know, this is an, an interesting way of, you know, looking at something that we never, probably never really paid attention before. So, I know I've been talking to. I'm very passionate about what <laughs> about it. So I just think that at the end of the day, it just comes down to a lot of research and really being able to tell the story beyond what you expect an African story to be. We already know that African story, but what makes you stand out, be, be outside of that, and that's what we pay attention to.
1: It's it's very commendable. Now I want to just be between you and Kanye. Can you maybe you tell us what is your what sort of markets do you feel uh, you attract? through your platform, do you find that you have a more of a, like, say, maybe more of the diaspora or is it Africans in Africa or is it just a global mix? Like, what is your, what's your, what are you, what is your, who's your target? Who are you talking to?
4: Um, well, I feel now that we're growing and I think especially, I mean, I'm going to talk since I'm here in, you know, the U S feel an awakening, you know, within the, you know, African-American community. You know I think they 're wanting to know more. I think they you know they are more inquisitive about not just Africa uh, but then African culture African fashion um, so I think our market is growing more and more because at first, I did feel that um, our target market was you know would our you know market was growing more within you know the african um, the African community in Africa. But you know, we needed to figure out a way where we can not just move from Africa, but the, not move from Africa, but then you know, being able to teach you know the African diaspora within the U.S. or Europe. Uh, I think we're growing, you know, in Asia. Uh, I think we're growing as a magazine, and we were able to um, attract a larger demographic than we did. I think when we first started.
1: So I want to ask you now another question um, and then we can get some input from Francisca and Edge. is how imperative of a role do you think you're playing for fashion brands, especially African fashion brands that are visible through your platform?
4: Um, I think I, I think I play a very important role because um, I mean, I'm very passionate about fashion. I'm very passionate about Africa. Um, I'm very passionate about the underdogs of the African um, fashion communities in Africa. Um, I think they're incredibly talented. I, you know, as I said, I don't think they get enough credit as they need or um, they they should be getting at this point. So I I feel like it it is important for me, you know, as an African woman who spent, you know, lived all my life in Africa. To let the world know about these designers, you know, and I think it's also important for me to kind of let, you know, my African sisters and brother uh, to know that, you know, we're, you know that um, charity begins at home, you know, before we are able to go out and purchase, you know, that Louis Vuitton, you know, or Gucci and stuff like that. How about we support our own, support our own people first, you know? So I think, I, th- I think that that's also important because I feel like after speaking to a lot of designers, you know, in South Africa, that w- was one of the major issues that they were having is because as talented as they were, you know, Africans were more intrigued by wearing brand names that were European and American rather than supporting their own. So I, I think it's more as, you know, we make that a trend. We make African, you know, because I, I the, the reason why they're buying this fashion is because it's become, it's a fad, it's a trend, people want it, you know, people want to be seen in it. Why don't we create that in Africa? Why don't we make our, you know, fashion, you know, the fad or the trend and I, have us support our designers finish. rather than, you know, looking
1: outside? Thank you. Ke- yeah. sorry. It. Thank you, Ke- Kanye. I was just going to say. I just want to add on to what you're saying, and I really agree with it. But we, uh, I, I just want to add on to it. Now, one of the things, as an African girl who's also in the continent, who's also playing in this space, is there was a time where it'd be like, oh my gosh, why are people not buying? I feel, I don't know. Now it's a different tone. It's like, listen, actually, there's no crybaby. No more crybaby, crybabying. So mm-hmm. what's happening is, if something is good it is good. If ASM put up something that uh, a thousand other people have been trying to access and did not even know they could access and they can access it and they actually access it. Then you guys have, mm-hmm. you've got a tick, you've done your job for me. One of the things I want to do, and I want to encourage for those who are listening as well, uh, whether you're a fashion brand or whatever role you play in the value chain or whether you're a fashion consumer in Africa, the one thing I know and I have to cannot emphasize more than ever is that If you are a brand, you got, you have good quality, you have good taste, you have good lines, you have a good brand, it's gonna sell. So it's, it's, so the one thing we know is we cannot tell Africa, we cannot, we're not gonna force Africa to buy African brands. That's we, that's gone, long gone. Go buy your wine, go do what you wanna do down the street in Africa, it's cool. But when the brand comes to them or when they have access to it, and it is good, they will buy it. So I feel like for me, the more, we can be able to make sure that their collaborations or there is leverage through platforms uh such as Afrostyle mag the more power it is for these brands because the brands don't even have to talk and scream anymore you, they're out there you know and i feel like for me one of the biggest biggest hiccups right now from a fashion industry perspective in this continent is the brands are good the quality is good the narratives around these collections are beautiful however the next thing or the hiccup is how do you get this to the consumer because it's no longer that the consumer doesn't want it it's just that they how do they access it so i think i just want to commend you guys that it doesn't seem like it but you actually for all the brands that you have on your platform that is such a big step for them because that's another visibility platform which i feel is one of the most important things right now for brands here um, yeah. And and
3: I appreciate that Sorry to touch up But I would also say that um, That's what, like Kanye said That's what we're striving to do But I also think that sometimes And correct me if I'm wrong But that's just something that I've noticed And I could be wrong I feel that there are amazing um, designers Out there in Africa um, But I think that sometimes they're hesitant In actually trying to come onto a, In coming onto a platform such as, such as ours Because and rightly so. They need to be recognized by large platforms wow. from the Vogue, you know, to the Elle. Um, and right now, we're, we don't really have that real, that staple, the staple recognizable name in Africa, outside of South Africa that has Mary Claire, Cosmopolitan, um, I believe Elle, or something like that. But when it comes to our magazine that I feel has, Stands the test of time and stands on its own. I feel that when it comes to that, they're a little hesitant and wanting to come onto our platform, and that's fine. You don't have to. But I feel like when we're reaching out and we're we're not getting much of a response back, I think that also helps in limiting the ability to get their work out there because if it's not and I'm not generalizing, but I'm just saying that that is what I've noticed so far okay. that if it's not that recognizable name they're hesitant in, in really reaching out or wanting to take that ch- time, to, you know, take that ability to put their platform out there we have our following and we have, and, we, and this is definitely not something that we did by just sitting back and relaxing and having people just check out, them. we are consistently grinding and posting and showing that we have a voice and people have recognize that other platforms have recognized that and so that is something that I would also urge to African designers that do know that they have good quality stuff that they feel like we demand and we rightly need to have our stuff shown out there do not hesitate to reach out to magazines such as ours that is willing to go out of our way to that really wants to put your platform out your work out there because it it definitely needs to be up there with the rest of the, the fashion designers that are already up there but also ha- are making, as you've, you said, already have made their homes there in Africa
1: and Africans are buying them. Mm. It's unfortunate for those who are blocked, who are, I'm surprised, I am really surprised, but you have your experience and it is what's happening. I'm just surprised that how would a brand not want to get any leverage from, I think any good platform is any good platform. And I think visibility is visibility. So I... I'm one of the ones who had, literally has my hand up. I'm like, show me where, and we will find a way <laughs> to make it. you can laugh all you want. At least I'm hustling, you know. It's yeah. <laughs> like, I've got my hustle hat a, on.
0: I have a note uh, to say. The, um, I think the import, the important thing when we when we talk about fashion and media, it is extremely important to understand that fashion and for media, like for fashion, right, the media part is, it's important to the fact that to the point where it it, it drives uh, the, the image, you know. So that's one of the things that I loved about ASM. I think that their imagery is fantastic. African African media must focus on the image, and it's the central piece of fashion media. the The, the text is fantastic. The storylines are great, but people don't always have the time to go through the stories. Mm-hmm. If that image is fantastic, if that image is compelling, people are going to check it out. So it's it's one thing to find the designers, one thing to, to 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 get them on board, but it's another if the imagery is not compelling because people would wouldn't be attracted to it. Yeah. So, uh, f- fashion media in Africa must in Africa must really uh, put a lot of emphasis on the image. It it has to be well done it has to be curated it has to feel like when i look at asm's images i can't see a difference between what they're putting out and what the best of vogue is doing you know i like that i
1: like that it's i'm proud to
0: say say that i'm proud that it's african and the imagery is i can't i can't knock it you know just i'm just saying that it's very important as we talk about fashion media in Africa, that media in Africa understands that the image is important, the image drives the conversation.
1: Wow, Francisca, you're very quiet. <laughs> I'm very quiet last, because I'm listening yes. a lot of things,
2: uh, a lot of these interesting things. But I, I, want, to, um, I want to remark the, um, uh, the increasing interest in, uh, in Africa, not just like a market, but also like uh, uh, um, a new generation of designers. Uh, that are uh, very appealing, very interesting to the European consumers. For this, I can mention the, um, uh, a new space that is Generation Africa, uh, created by the PTWOMO, that had the first edition last year. <clears throat> and it's and it's continuing this year, uh, proposing new um, proposing itself uh, like a new platform for uh, African uh, designers. So this is a mm, let's say so uh, a touch <laughs> to uh, to everyone uh, who can uh, who, who can and want to 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 expose and uh, sell in Europe.
1: Wow! Thank you, Francisca. I think uh, Amaka. Yeah. I think Amaka and, uh, Kanye, one of the things, it's, it's so good. This conversation could go on and on, but we, I think it's almost wine time now. So what <laughs> I'd like, <laughs> so what I would like, to, what I would like to do is just find out from you guys where you see the future of, uh, fashion media in Africa. As media authorities, I think you're definitely authorities, um, in this space. And, uh, if we say we're looking at it from a five-year perspective, where would you see the media, uh, fashion media, uh, industry? I'm um, moving towards, especially African fashion media. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I was waiting for Connie
3: to talk. <laughs> like, okay, Connie, you take, take that one. Come after you. <laughs> yeah. I
4: see a great growth um, in the fashion medium. Uh, I think now that we are more aware, you know, um, has a continent about not just what's going on within our continent about what's going on you know outside um I, I see a huge growth i i think that within the next you know five years that even you know it could help not just designers in africa it could even help you know the modeling industry you know within africa but i do i, I do i see a huge progress which you know is great and is mimicking what you know I would see whether it's in Europe or the u s and um I'm, i I'm very lucky and I'm grateful to see that and I'm happy to see that you know I'm, I'm happy to see you know to pick up a magazine that's been made in Africa whether it's a Marie clear or whatever it might be and uh, Paging through it and seeing not only the content that's in the magazine, but then, you know, also the photography that's in the magazine, the designers that's in the magazine to see the a great um, quality. That's, that's what I'm looking for. Quality of what they are producing. And because of that, I think we, we are going to be growing as a continent.
1: And, and where do you see the future of ASM?
4: Oh, I think ASM would be, you know, the next Vogue if I would put it there. You know, um,
0: yes. <laughs> I vote for that.
4: Just <laughs> that, I, I feel like the, re, you know, it's so I was telling Amaka the other day, the reason why there is no Vogue Africa is because <laughs> that's our. Space. It's your, it's your yes. coming.
0: <laughs> Absolutely,
4: our yes. I I space. You know what
1: I mean? We love it. That's what ASM. We, we love um, it we love, love it and we have your votes <laughs> thank you yeah thank you so uh,
3: yeah I, I i agree with kanye 100 um with the the one thing that we we definitely africa has come a long way because who would have thought maybe 10 maybe 15 years ago or you know something like that 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 uh, you know the influence of the influx of fashion and from africa and even african models would be this far off. And, you know, got to give it to the social media platform, the internet, with the ever-changing, ever, the ever-evolving ever um, um, internet and the digital age and all that – that has definitely created that ability for people to pay attention because you have, you know, amazing fashion designers, bloggers, vloggers that are bringing Africa on the platform and people are paying attention. Um, I I do think that... um, with more and more exposure to you know like um edgy says uh, the the imagery to for whether it's the photography to the writing to the articles to the design i would say that in the next 5 years we will have more we should if you know i i think we would but if you know, we, we, I, I would we say will we let's have. just
1: let's say we will let's speak to it we will
3: <laughs> we will, we will. Okay. You will have even a stronger voice where people will be clamoring to have African designers in the major, you know, retail stores or digital retail stores that we're still clamoring to get
1: into. Thank you so much, um, Kanye and Amaka. Uh, For those who are tuned in, uh, we've been speaking to Kanye Shabalala. We've been speaking to Amaka as well from uh, ASM. And the one last thing, obviously, I need from you, lovely ladies, is how can our listeners actually connect with you? So if you can just share your website or, ha- or social media handles um, before. Yes.
3: So um, you can definitely get a hold of us. Um, AfroStyleMagazine.com or AfroStyleMag.com. Um, AfroStyleMag with a Z at the end is our social media handle for Twitter, Instagram. Um, and then Kanye is Being Kanye. Be, so that is also um, uh, another series that we work on in collaboration with Afrostyle as well.
1: It's been really nice having you guys on the show. And uh, before we part off, and thank you for your contribution, before we final finalize and actually say goodbye, this is that time uh, of the moment. The, it is the who would you want to dress and why. So we're going to just flip this baby up, and I think we're going to start with Amaka. Amaka, this is a quick one normally. It's who you want to dress and why, given the opportunity, and we just run it round the table. So who would you want to dress and why today?
3: Uh, okay. I would say my mom. <laughs> Why? My mom. Why? Because she it may sound a little corny, but I think she was the one that really pushed me to follow my dream and follow my passion. So, if I could drip her in whatever designer clothes or whatever traditional looks that she, that she that identifies with her, um I would because she deserves that much attention that she gave to me when I I started this.
1: Yeah, beautiful. Uh, Kanye, who would you want to address and why today? Huh. I think it would
4: be uh, Lupita Nyong'o, as you know, it's cliche <laughs> as that may sound. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but why? But, you know, from one African sister to the other, you know, I think we could do great things. And I feel like, you know, with, you know, two powerhouses like that, you know, we could really kind of shake the fashion industry a bit more than it is currently
1: Mm, very nice Um, Francisca who would you want to dress and why today
2: well this week (laughs) I would like to dress the the Viola Davis Mm -hmm. the actress of uh, Yeah. yeah Mm-hmm. At the, the last Oscar, Feminine Oscar. And uh, because uh, she transmits um, an ideal of a femininity that is uh, romantic, uh, somehow conventional, but also modern and pragmatic. Mm. So yeah, it's she's cool. very complex uh, in that movie. And uh, I love that movie, and uh, I love her role uh, in that. And I'm very happy that she, uh, um, she gained uh, an Oscar.
1: Very nice. Right. Edgy, who would you want to dress and why? Besides me, you Amaka and Kanye, Kanye and me, you, Amaka, Besides me, you, Amaka, Kanye and Fran. Please, none of us. See, and besides you. You've
0: just <laughs> you've just frozen my universe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, I was going to say to our guests that I'm not being rude. He's very notorious for wanting to dress just the house every week. So I'm trying to <laughs> ho- open up the horizon. To
0: prove, it, to prove it, that was what I was going to do. I was just going to put all of you guys in this amazing Woodstock hippie looks that we're creating right now.
1: you you know what Mm. I don't even know if that's true but I'll just leave you alone absolutely (laughs) true I'm not
0: joking it's hard Anyway, you tell us who you want to dress. So
1: today I want to dress um, my spiritual mom. She goes by the name of Dr. Tony Lack. And she is such a... She's a person. She says, listen, I'm not saved, but I'm saved, but I don't have amnesia. She will beat you up and she will throw you in the river if you mess up. And she's like, she's (laughs) just energy, but she's amazing. So I want to dress her because I think she's really the epitome of strength. She's a beautiful woman. She's a... She's, I mean, we fall down. We don't call her for three months. She wouldn't even be upset. She's just like, come. She makes food every Sunday if we can. So she is like, I just want to dress her. Today I want to do good to, to good people. So, Dr. Tony Lack. Otherwise, um, for those who are tuned in, uh, you're f- welcome to continue to connect with us. We are on www.fashionofafrica.com. And, uh, we hold it down here every Thursday. As you can see, two to three, uh, Central African time. And, uh, we have really enjoyed our guests. I hope you have as well. Um, think about these conversations around fashion media. For those who are building their businesses, um, also just pay attention to the power of media because, You might be sleeping on something that's really going to leverage your business to a whole new level. Francisca, thank you for joining us. Edgy, thank you. And our special guests, thank Thank you you so much for joining us today. And until next week, peace and love. Peace and love. Thank you. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com.
0: Cliffcentral.com.